Not only was it the highest scoring Rose Bowl game ever, it was the first overtime game in Rose Bowl history. And Georgia rode the legs of none other than Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle to win easiestly one of the greatest college football games of all time. Not only did Chubb and Sony both go over 100 yards, Michelle had 181, Chubb had 145, but with Sony's two-yard run, with about 10 minutes left in the third quarter of the Rose Bowl, they moved past SMU's Pony Express duo of Eric Dickerson and Craig James, eclipsing their all-time mark of 8,193 yards for the most by a pair of running back teammates in Division 1A or FBS, whatever you want to call it. At the end of the game, their resting total, Sony and Knicks, ended up being 8,284 yards with one game left to play, and that will be the biggest game of all, the National Championship versus Alabama. Hey there, my name is Scott Duvall, and this is episode 124 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. You could call this an immediate reaction for the instant classic that we all just witnessed. My other two co-hosts and me will have another post-game podcast sometime very soon. Probably later today, because it's January 2nd right now, about 1 a.m. Tony was at the game, and he's going to be somewhere in Southern California tomorrow, and Will and I are going to try to get home on the phone somehow. But this is a quick episode that I'm recording right on my iPhone, and it's built around Tony and a few audio clips that he sent me from the Rose Bowl game. The stadium was obviously a pro-Georgia crowd. If you saw the light-up Sanford fourth-quarter Krypton fanfare, search it on Twitter, you'll see it. There were thousands of UGA fans in attendance, but this is our way to kind of help share with you a man-on-the-street-style episode to try and feel what Tony was experiencing. So there are three clips that you'll be hearing and it takes place one before the game as tony and typical tony fashion befriends an oklahoma tailgater and they chat for a while and then you'll hear a very smile inducing fourth quarter interview between tony and some australian friends that he made uh during the fourth quarter and finishing up we'll have some thoughts from tony and his wife Kristen when they were leaving the stadium so please sit back and enjoy these few minutes of the rose bowl post-game immediate reaction from the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. Here's Tony to kick us off. All right, uh, this is Tony. We are officially set up tailgating. Uh, the unofficial start time for tailgating was in the neighborhood of 6.15. The unofficial time, uh, based on our parking job, was 4.15. That is a.m. And I'm, we ended up by some awesome Oklahoma fans. And, and talk, talk about people. Tell, tell everyone who you are. My name is Dave Lamb. And Dave, you run an awesome website. I'd like to think it is. It's called tailgatingideas.com. Okay, so full disclosure, I'm a little, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go say I'm full fanboy. I have looked at the website. I actually looked at it last night, of all things. Um, but he has an incredible setup. So I'm sure it pales in comparison to the SEC, Georgia type tailgates, but we've got a, a grill that's attached to the back of the rear of the, the vehicle that drives on it, lock it up during the game. And then you obviously can post game. Yeah, and I'll grab pictures and get it either on Instagram or Twitter in a minute. So we decorated our propane tank. Uh, we dec- we have a football-themed beer pong table that has uh, the end zones decorated with Oklahoma Sooners on the sides of it. Uh, pop-up tent, generator, college game day going on. You know, and all the creature comforts of home. All right, so it, you did not drive out here from Oklahoma, though. 
No, I went to postgraduate there, but I actually live in Orange County, California, in Anaheim. So it was about a 35, 45-minute drive up. Yeah, so we discussed coming all the way out here with our tailgate trailer very briefly. That's a long drive, though. <laughs> well, we we tailgate locally. I mean, I went to uh, undergraduate here in Orange, in Orange County, did my postgraduate at University of Oklahoma. But, yeah, I mean, when you run a website that's all about tailgating, you kind of have to... If you show up and, and, and bring the weak stuff, nobody feels that you have any kind of credibility. So you got to bring it. You got to bring it strong. Yeah, you can't you can't play around when you're doing that. Uh, so, how many how many Sooners games have you been to this season? Is your first? This is my first this year. We typically, my wife and I, typically will go to Dallas for the Texas versus Uni- yeah. University of Texas game. Uh, I did take a look, and it is 6:59 in the morning, and Texas still sucks. <laughs> Hey, we uh, we're about to uh, we're about to hit uh, six thirty two, which of course is uh, six thirty two was a very important time for us. Um, well, I appreciate y'all letting us hang out with you. Y'all have an awesome setup. Uh, we hope to have a lot of fun today. And um, I tell you what, in the spirit of in the spirit of this, uh, you give a boomer sumer, and I'll close out the way we traditionally close out. Well, do do you mind me plugging something else real quick? I love you too. Okay, so obviously, Georgia fans came out to California. Yes. So. My next business adventure, which actually we're going to be launching a mobile app coming in the middle of January, what it is is it helps displaced fans find watch parties when they're away from home. So if you're outside of Athens or outside of Atlanta and you want to watch the Bulldogs, right. but you're in Dallas or you're in Los Angeles or you're in Seattle, you go on a website, it's called teambarfinder.com. Love it. And it's actually going to be converted into a mobile app so you can go anywhere you want. And if you've graduated from University of Georgia, but you now live elsewhere, you can now go to bars, watch the Bulldogs, and feel like you're between the hedges. Right. But you're in Portland, or you're in Minneapolis, or wherever you have to be. I don't think Georgia fans are moving to Minneapolis. Well, we're smarter than that. Yeah, right. But no offense, Minneapolis. It's just cold there. No, no, I get you. You know, and you know that people don't move from the south to the north. It typically doesn't happen that way. But yeah, so check out TeamBarfinder.com, and then we're coming out with an app. But then yeah, we'll start off with Boomer Sooner and go dogs. Thanks, man. All right, it's uh, the start of the fourth quarter. We've had the lights on. I'm sitting here. Two guys from Australia. You t- you came just for the game, right? Yeah, yeah. We came first first game, and what a game! And t- tell her about your name. Uh, I'm Rob. I'm uh, from Australia. I've got to say, my wife says to me when I'm in the crap, I'll, I'll be in the doghouse. Well, what a doghouse am I in tonight? All right, man. I'm Callum. Uh. All right, man. So they've been they've been sitting right behind Kristen and I the whole game, and they're getting a tutorial on American football. You. This is Tony again. We're sitting in traffic, leaving the Rose Bowl. We won the Rose Bowl. Uh, that was Kristen. I don't know if you heard, but we won the Rose Bowl. 
easily the best college football game I've ever seen, both or either in person or on TV. Um, that was utterly amazing. It was incredible um, to, to go down. It was a storybook. I mean, you're hot. Someone said, you know, Hollywood's right down the road, but the, the, but the script was incredible. You know, Sony coughs up the ball, gives up the lead on that fumble, um, and then turns around and he gets to be the hero. Just incredible. We met some awesome guys from Australia. Um, hopefully the audio was good on that. Um, I, I, we, I talked to some Oklahoma fans earlier today, talked to some former Georgia basketball players. Just a magical trip. And you know what? We get to do it again in our own backyard at Mercedes-Benz. Um, I don't even remember the score. 54-something? Huh. doesn't yeah. really matter. Um, we won. We, we won, um, and we're going to Atlanta. As of right now, Alabama is beating Clemson at halftime, I think. But that doesn't really matter to me, um, at least right this second. Uh, and we'll be back this, later this week with a uh, – as Scott will probably tell you in the outro. We'll be like, we'll back later this week with a regular episode. And for now, this is Tony and, uh, and Kristen saying go dogs. Go dogs. And thanks so much for listening. And really, thanks for the entire season for listening. Your tweets, your comments, and general interest make our job running this podcast so much more enjoyable. We will be back with two more shows this week, working overtime to share with you our thoughts on this magical 2017 Georgia season. If you have any questions or comments about the game, and how could you not, feel free to tweet our show at WSLS Podcast. What a game it was, an all-time classic. We'll be talking about this one and reading about this game and watching plenty of highlights for the next few days and pretty much, (laughs) there goes my voice again, pretty much forever. But as Kirby says, which was echoed by the team all week, we need to keep the main thing the main thing. I just love that mantra, which means we've got one more game left, the biggest game of all games. So we will see you on campus sometime this week, and we will see you in Atlanta next Monday for the national championship versus Alabama. As always, go dogs. And just for fun, here's a little bit of audio of me at my Rose Bowl watch party when Sony scored the winning touchdown. Be safe on your travels back. Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Overtime, second overtime. They missed that. They missed their kick. So all we got to do is get points. All we got to do is get points.